This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello again. Welcome back to the Bachelor Podcast. Uh, my name is Ryan Jones, joined once again by Katie Waite. Katie, how are you? Good. How are you? Good, a very special edition of the podcast. Uh, there are two sleeping twins at your house, human yeah. twins. Human and twins. There, and there is a uh, not sleeping uh, 11-week-old puppy around, running around somewhere in this house. So I know. So exciting. So there's a good chance that there are three living things, hopefully neither either of us, <laughs> that not only will interrupt, but will probably pee and poo somewhere. 100% chance. <laughs> yes. And, uh, but let's start off with something that, you know, isn't bizarre and was a welcome sight. And that was Jojo visiting the bubble. Yes. I, miss I missed her. her. Oh, jinx. <laughs> Look at that. Katie, you can talk. We, it's haven't, fine, but... we haven't seen her in such a long time. I mean, she does like, they do YouTube series and Instagram stuff, but we haven't seen her like in a bachelor nation sense in a while. And it was like Tasia, a breath of fresh air. <laughs> Totally. And I, I'm pretty sure JoJo's the only bachelor bachelorette person that I actively follow on Instagram because her and Jordan are just fantastic to follow. Yeah. I think. Yeah. They're great. And hopefully it, they get married sometime, but they're still (laughs) together. So that's a plus. That is a big (laughs) plus in this world. And, you know, she was there because, well, first, just it seemed like she was there as just a friend to Tasha. But it turns out this was what we had heard about earlier um, after the Claire rumors. The next rumor was, oh, my God, Chris Harrison left the Bachelorette briefly to take his son to college. And that was sort of the first tip off to how they had shortened quarantine because we're like, how could he possibly get back in the bubble if he's going to Texas? Well, even- his son's at SMU. Yeah, even this morning, like when you woke up, the tabloids were like, Chris Harrison leaves Bachelorette mid mid episode. And it was like total clickbait because obviously it was just for this, maybe, maybe next episode or half of it because we didn't really get a rose ceremony or anything. Um, but yeah, it definitely made it seem like he was leaving the the whole show, which it's 2020, so it honestly wouldn't surprise me. But we need him to help us get us get us through that. But when Jojo came in to talk to Tasia, I mean, she wasn't really being any help to Tasia. She's like, yeah, you're in a really tough position. Well, especially like, when Tasia's really coming hard. off. You know, Tasia's coming off this first time that she's gone through this, which every bachelor and bachelorette seemingly does, where it's like, I'm worried that this isn't going to work for me. And I'm having doubts. 
And then enter Jojo, who you think is going to be like, go get him, kiddo. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, like, it's really you're tough. You're just going to know. Yeah, you would think that, you know, all in the past, all these past people are like, oh, you're going to know, like, it, you know, you know, when you know, you know. Um, but then she comes in and she's like, oh, yeah, this is really hard. I'm glad liked, that I'm not in your shoes anymore. I liked the transfer, though, both with Chris, who let her do the entire date card situation as opposed to just leaving it and Jojo will be back later. Yeah. But also when she came in and introduced herself to the guy, she had this self-awareness that like, you know what, as we've talked about, a lot of these guys never watch the show. So yeah. make sure I don't come in assuming they all know who I am. Like they all know who Chris Harrison is because people who don't watch these shows know who Chris Harrison is. Right. And so I really like how the fact that she introduced herself, told her she was on the show, that the fact that she's still Not in a sure relationship. Not sure if you know me, but I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. You may recognize me from such uh, advertisements as Tummy Tea. Yeah. And I just thought it was really great. And uh, it seemed to perk the guys up a little bit. And not in a, the way Tasha did, like, walking out of the pool. I mean, in just a, like... I don't know. Oh, maybe uh, Noah. I don't know. <laughs> well, you can say that with Noah about everything. And, and we'll, we'll get the... We'll get to those shenanigans. Um, but it starts off with a one-on-one -on -one and Zach gets this uh, this date and we learn a little bit more about him. I mean, we're learning a, a lot more about <laughs> everyone. <laughs> right, I should say not a little more. Especially this more. week, but um, yeah, definitely Zach. Um, they took wedding pictures, which um, as we learn a little bit later, he was married to, and as we know, she was married. So um, it was definitely a producer picked date for so, both of them. Um, she was definitely, you could tell she was definitely nervous and it, it started off really serious and she didn't like it. <laughs> um, but then he kind of, you know, talked her down from that ledge and was like, this is just for fun. Like it's not, you know, and then after that, they started to have a lot of fun with each other. Yeah, you could definitely tell it hit her in a way that, you know, obviously they're always taught to, they're taught to talk things up in a certain way. Yeah. Uh, but this you could tell was like a legitimate, like, oh, okay, uh, this is the first time I'm in a wedding dress. Not ever, because usually they're, you know, the people who've been on the show, if they haven't been married before, it's ha ha ha. This was, oh, what if this happens again? And yeah, um, I almost kind of wish they would have. And I mean, it was a good moment between them, but I kind of almost wish they would have, if she has it, um, used her original dress and, you know, did one of those trash the, the dress type yeah. things that seem to be popular. Um, you know, unfortunately, that a, a, lot good one. Of, a lot of people have a opportunity to do that. And um, I've seen a couple of those videos and they seem they seem taking the the sort of the knife to the heart and like throwing it away and be like, no, we're going to have fun with this. Yeah. Which they ultimately did with what they, with their, the setup they had. I just kind of thought it would have been a fun twist on it to be like, no, this is me totally just cleanse the whole thing. But they ended up having fun and it was a good time. But I think then, that also has to do with, I, I'm not sure if we have really an update on what her like relationship is with her ex-husband um, like if it was, they left on, you know, friend terms or if it was like not a good ending at all, or if they're just, or if she's just like, I'm not really sure how we ended it. Like, I don't think we have those details. So maybe it has something 
because I'm sure that was one of the producers' thoughts. Like that would be a great since that was such a not a main storyline, but she has been married and it's not a secret. Like we know this. Um, so maybe it has something to do with what her relationship is with her ex-husband. That's a great point because we found out with Zach that not only was he divorced, but we found out why he was divorced. And yes, you know, it went, I mean, talk about just a roller coaster from finding out he had a brain tumor to immediate surgery, to getting addicted to pills, uh, to basically just being, it sounded like near death. And Mm -hmm. then, that's why, and then his wife decided to leave him. So it wasn't just like, oh, someone cheated or what? Like, it was like, oh, yeah. he was not in a good place. Yeah, it was It was a really rough situation. And um, I think, you know, between that and having been married before too, I think that really moved their relationship forward. And they definitely bonded over the marriage thing. But he, she saw Zach in a different light, I think, and you know, was happy he opened up, opened up that much. Um, and I, I actually, I really liked them together. Yeah. And it, it was and a good it, date. It was a great just revival story because then he, the place that helped him get clean, he's on the board now. And cause he, yeah. it is, you know, job title has always been addiction specialist and they never really went into that, but I mean, clearly he's like high up there and yeah. the fact that he's doing that kind of work that saved his life now for other people. Um, I think a lot. Yeah. And that's a side we don't often get to see from these contestants. You know, we're so, so often just fed these vanilla sort of conversations. So it was kind of was sort of nice to see them go like, I know she's really, killing it with the conversations. This really? Season. This is great. And, we need yeah, some more substance. Seriously, I'm hoping it's it's setting a little bit of a precedent and no surprise that he gets the rose um, and they celebrate with a Ferris wheel. Because why wouldn't you bring a Ferris wheel on, into a hotel? Of course. Why not? Just in the middle of a resort. And I don't, you know, I don't know if you watched the deleted scene after I, this. I did. Did his rose fall off? Yeah. And she was like, she did not want to be on the Ferris wheel. Like she was not, she was terrified and like every... Every time it creaked, she was like, oh, my gosh, a screw fell out. And she thought a screw fell out, but it was really the rose. And um, it definitely lightened up the end of that date. <laughs> oh, it my was, God. It was pretty heavy conversations. But if you watch that scene, it they um, still had a lot of fun, like, on the Ferris wheel and laughing and joking and everything. Yeah, and then everybody else but Easy goes on the group date, which starts off like it's a lot of fun. And then that takes a very big turn as well. Yes. Very big so they, turn. Right. So they walk into naked models. Um, and because why wouldn't more people be naked in this season? Obviously. Just, you know, once they you have something They can honestly just do anything this season. <laughs> uh, guys, we have to find something in a ballroom. What's going to make a ballroom exciting <laughs> so that you're not paying attention to the, the plane walls ballroom everywhere? Ballroom number two. <laughs> yeah. Naked people. That's how we're going to do it. And Perfect. At first, they're thinking they're going to have to strip down, and why wouldn't they? Because yeah. this season. Um, but then we find out they're drawing them, and I have to say, I don't do many things. Uh, I, I wouldn't consider myself better at a lot of things than these guys, especially on group date type situations where it's competing. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I think, I would have been better because they did not have any artists. <laughs> I wouldn't. They, no, they were of, better than I was. <laughs> a lot of stick figures having sex. Yeah. 
And I mean, yeah, good for Bennett, the stick figures. Bennett was smart though. She, he he took that seat next to Tasia and the, it was smart on his part. Yes, it was. But it also, I think, ultimately led to, and I understand obviously the producers are involved, but giving her the reason to probably sell it to her of, okay, we need to deal with this now because the fact that he specifically sort of slapped Noah out of the chair. And yeah. he can say all he wants out. Well, I'm not... I've never been condescending to you. Every word he says to most people is condescending, normally yeah. good natured, but to Noah, it's, it's biting and it's mean. It just, and this was just the start of it for the entire episode. Yeah. But yes, ultimately it was smart because when they started making clay, whatever, um, you know, Blake obviously made the penis and because why not? Um, obviously. That's right up but the then, alley. Yeah, then they get to do the Fifty Shades, and he's making out with her, and none of the guys can see it. And so, yes, you are 100% right. <laughs> it was a smart move, but I do think it also led us to... It was what, it was a foreshadowing moment to the end of the episode and that, beginning of next episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and why hopefully would you that's the end. <laughs> Why, why would you deliver in two full hours um, yeah, in what no. you promised in the coming attractions? But I digress. Um, but then the date gets like totally serious because um, they really like totally, out of the blue, like totally like, Oh, now we're all going to share our feelings. <laughs> well, not everybody took it that way because it was okay. You're going to, um, you know, you're going to canvas and I want you to do a self portrait. Um, and I think everybody seemingly got it except Ben, who admittedly does not know how to talk about his feelings. So he literally Clearly. drew, he literally drew a portrait of himself surrounded by colors. Yeah. And so everybody's pouring their heart out and it gets to him and he's like, this is, never mind. I forgot something. <laughs> and by forgot something, I mean, forgot my to strip. <laughs> yeah, my wang hanging out for you. Um, and somehow turned that into a I show up for you moment, which. And even okay. the music was like, this is like a super romantic moment. And I was like, wait, what? Did I but miss she, something? She bought it. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. Because then she had the whole the whole breakdown of, oh, my gosh, I can't do this. There's so many great people, blah, blah, blah. But like, I didn't I didn't take that as. No, as a romantic a but like even the because you can always tell with the music obviously in the back of the um scenes and the episodes even that was like this is a really like stand-up moment like romantic and i was like i think i missed something yeah are we not going to talk about the the portrait that he did with like just colors surrounding himself like we're <laughs> we're just going to forget that and the fact that he was showing you and then sort of like you know an like a fourth grader that didn't fill in his homework and was like, yeah. never mind. And like, throws never mind. I'm going to do something else instead. Yeah. Like I'm going to dance for you instead. I like, it just, I was shocked that because we've clearly been over the, the moon with praise for Tasha and she deserves it. But this, I just didn't understand. And maybe she just wanted to keep it all positive, but uh, how you take, I just, okay. Yeah. I misunderstood I this. this. I wouldn't take this as like a high key romantic gesture. I would have been like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I also, 
I get the cuteness factor that Brandon, where he cuts out the canvas, but he literally did nothing. Yeah. As bad as Ben's was, at least he drew something. Brendan, it was kind of clever, though. Like, he didn't have to do anything, but made it clever. So and that one him. sounded more believable. So I, I, I'm i not faulting her for, like, ooing and awing about it, because it did. I mean, listen, that was a yeah. perfect, land, like, 10 on the landing. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I was a little little unimpressed by the the act the initial act like i think he pulled it off but i'm like mm. yeah really you're just I took literally, it literal <laughs> i'm using a knife that's how <laughs> i'm doing a, this portrait and like mm. where you have you know riley talking about you know his mother and who had never been in his life and then they reunite and the reason i want this is because i never had it i mean real just killing you inside and then it's here's my empty yeah. <laughs> portrait, and I'm turning it sideways so you can be in it. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's um, you know, and that you know, we get to the nakedness, and that's what sends Tasha off to cry in the hallway to a producer, and um, like you said, because of all these great guys, this is what it's like to date real men, even though Bennett and Noah are in there. But I feel like maybe that should have happened after like a different one <laughs> instead of Ben's. But I mean, maybe it was the editing part. Maybe that's really what just pushed her over and was like, there are, these men are actually, you know, getting deep and sharing all these hard stories. And maybe she took it that way. And that's what made her break down. Um, yeah, it's, it's cumulative too, because you did have a lot of, I mean, like I said, listening to Riley, you, there's no way to listen to that without feeling that because that's as heavy as you're going to get when you're talking about why you want something and knowing exactly why. You know, it's hard for anybody to, to well, articulate. Not only that, but for doing it in front of all those guys too. Like, good for these for these guys to you know share these deep deep stories about their pasts. Not only to her, which is all, which is hard in itself, but to all these guys who obviously are judging you. <laughs> right. No, I think that's important because even Blake, who again everyone says all he does is talk about sex and he builds a penis and ha ha ha, but even he talked about his thing was a, a, about a turtle dove, which is monogamous. And I, you could have told me that was any, like you could have explained a turtle dove as anything, and I would not have known if it was true or not. So do we know? Is it me, true? I is don't. I, that there you go. So it could be one hundred percent false. But his delivery was flawless, and coming from Blake, yeah, I was like, oh, I believe him. <laughs> right. Like that's why I'm saying he could have said anything, and I would have like, yep, that's. And from Blake, this is not somebody who I would normally think could sell something, and just to be doing it in front of all these dudes who, you know, some of them know him just as the bro guy who talks about sex and and builds a penis like. Mm-hmm. This is not your again, not your normal yeah, not bachelor, bad. bachelorette <laughs> date, and it didn't start out that way. But again, stuck the landing. A lot of sticking the landing in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought before because they had cut to Ben so many times saying he was so nervous. I thought he was literally just going to hold up a picture and be like, "This is me," and that's it. Well, well that's basically what he did. Well, yeah. I mean, then he pulled out a whole nother thing, but oh, he, uh, he pulled out something. 
<laughs> but I thought that was going to be it. And that's where it was heading. And then he was just like, oh, hold on. I forgot something. But yeah. they they and kept cutting to him saying, I'm so nervous. That I have so much <laughs> to say, but I don't know how to say it. Yeah, I was yeah. definitely expecting him to deliver what he did initially. Um, not not the second it. part. <laughs> and then, but yeah, and fall on his face because that he did except in the last minute he realized oh wow everyone took this really seriously i didn't mm -hmm. i'm gonna need to improvise and yes kudos i guess because it landed but oh and she did give a little she did the the quick look down i don't don't think don't yeah. think i didn't notice that and oh yeah I mean, obviously if i were there i would have too i mean it's just <laughs> it's just human nature you're like okay you're able to do that with one hand, so I mean. But then, for, but then, poor Bennett, <laughs> like you just get the back view. <laughs> this whole conversation. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> and the thing is, with Bennett, and maybe, uh, maybe that's why. But you, I don't know if you noticed in the background um, when Tasha was walking around. I don't know if it, it was in the middle or the end. He's yawning. Yeah. Like <laughs> again, maybe foreshadowing to maybe you know, to him getting on, on Tasha's bad side, but I'm like, this is not the time to be yawning. I, I know there's you have not stuff to do. Seriously. Talk about Harvard again. Don't yawn. Yeah. <laughs> um, or just yawn. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the cocktail hour, I mean, to me, that was more of just a, more of a recap of what we just saw. Like I, I didn't think they really touched on anything. I think it was New just there? really a time for her to, um, you know, get into what everyone touched upon in those in those segments. But I think he, she was supposed to pick, choose one person right. to oh, that's win. A, that that's a perfect point. She was only and then supposed she to. She was have... just like, oh, I just want to spend time with all of you, so you're all coming. I'm surprised more people weren't upset about that. Right. And it, as you say that, I kill people who do this and. You know, one, it was either Ari or someone else who was like, no, everyone's going. And it was lame. And it usually I think it sucks. happens at least once a season. Totally. But I will say, I didn't mind this one. So I am part of those people that you're like, why weren't they mad? I don't know why I wasn't mad. This is a perfect example. I can't explain to you why I want what I want in this situation. But well, I was yeah, okay why, with her. Yeah, are you, like, how are you going to choose one person after everyone just, like, <laughs> gave you their darkest secrets? Well, and so I would say pick anyone with the naked man, but then yeah. naked man ends up winning because, or winning, but getting the rose, the rose. Um, because he does finally scratch the surface of feelings, God forbid, um, mm -hmm. and talks about, so I will, I guess I should say like not everybody was just glossing over what they talked about before because he talked about how he was heavier and then he had a, a eating disorder and nobody knew about it. Um, except what was his sister. And yeah. so now he's on national TV talking about it. So I'm like, that, I mean, if that doesn't tell you that, okay, I think I, I see that I'm not doing this properly. And if yeah. I, if, if I'm going to be here, I might as well actually be here. Yeah. Which good for him because I mean, you, you really never hear any stories of men with eating disorders. And like, there was a lot on Twitter saying like, thank you for starting to normalize it. Like, which is true because I feel like when you think of eating disorders, you just, I don't know, you just immediately think of women. Yeah. I don't, because 
that's you just do. Um, but he like you never hear a guy talking about it, especially on a bachelor show, you know, totally. or something or a reality show like this. Yeah, the perfect example of exactly what you're saying is, you know, anyone in my age range, which is late thirties, if you think of if you're in a music and you say, Oh, man with an eating disorder, you're gonna think of silver chair. And if if you if you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. that's that's from the nineties. You know, the lead singer had talked about how he had an eating disorder. The fact that my frame of reference comes from the nineties yeah. just tells you that it's never talked about. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, not only just the fact that he hadn't told anyone other than his sister really, and now you're telling, you know, millions of people, it, it that's that's a huge point. Like these are the type of things that it's so much more prevalent than anyone wants to talk about. And hopefully that gives a couple, you know, even if, you know, it's a cliche because it's true. Even if one person is like, okay, I'm not, weird it's it yeah. is a real thing that's aff- affecting a lot of people and i can get help for it so um yeah it just that, goes back to like these are real conversations that we're finally getting from one of these <laughs> shows in this franchise does it make up for naked man uh no <laughs> <laughs> it was fine for Tasha though because he did end up getting the rose and it's interesting how as that's happening mm-hmm the dudes are all together and we're having this sniping back and forth again with and, yeah. and even, but then Spencer jumps in again, which we, you know, most we've gotten out of Spencer since he first arrived and saying how like, well, Bennett's kind of sending to everyone. Yeah. Not as a defense, but just saying like for him to say, I'm never kind of who he is. Yeah. That's who he is. And, but with no, he takes it to another level. So apparently yes. Bennett is the only one who doesn't think Bennett is being ridiculous to know. Sounds about right. <laughs> Cause everyone else can see it. And, um, you know, I was a little concerned when, you just know, him just take... being is condescending. <laughs> <laughs> just him being in the room. Like he's being condescending. Right. And, you know, Tasha has this great, you know, gives it give Ben the rose. This is great. Oh my God. But, and ends with Bennett, Noah, we're something's happening here and we're going to figure it out. I'm like, okay. we need to talk. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Like they're gonna have the talk. Okay, all right, um, but not yet because she has another one-on-one with Easy, and it was sort of like Bachelorette Blair Witch. Yeah, something like is, that. Is that is that too is that too old of a reference for you? I'm a little no. older than you. Okay, no. so you know, do you know what the Blair Witch is? Yes. Okay, so that, I got major Blair Witch vibes and. I thought it was a great way to start where he's just standing in the dark and she just basically makes him poop his pants. And we're like, okay, the rest of the date, I mean, was fine. You know, at this point um, I was watching this on, on DVR at like one in the morning. So, I mean, there was nothing serious going on here. So, I mean, cause well, again, was any of this story true? I have no idea. Yeah. If, um, if I, mean, it was, I mean, if it was, okay, I guess I shouldn't be making light of it, but I mean, I just assume it was all made up so that they could scare each other. But I, yeah, I, as a date, no, I just like, it was fine. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. They had fun. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was, they had cute 
interactions. I don't like, oh, there's a doll and then a picture fell. But they definitely mm. like had fun with each other and yeah. And you know, we're laughing through it, we're getting scared together. It was like just an okay date. There's definitely right. not not a connection there. There's like a friendship. I still thought there. that he was going to get the rose and going to stick around because I did too. Especially the fact that they had a good date and then he sits down and he's like professing his love for her and, you know, gets, has a total, you know, Millhouse moment or uh, not Millhouse, uh, Ralph Wiggum moment in the Simpsons when he's professing his love for Lisa and he's like, <laughs> I don't like you. And he's like, you could sl- see his heart breaking in slow motion. Yeah. That was easy. He's like, this is great. Oh my God. I'm opening up. I never do this. I'm falling for you. <gasps> yeah. You're going home. Yeah, so I think this was a producer's slow it down. You could see the heartbreaking. <laughs> I think this one was on producers. Um, I think they had a good time, and I think honestly, I do think that maybe he would have even gotten the rose. Um, but there, there are some things going around saying that at this point they think producers found out about his allegations that are, that were happening outside the bubble. Um, He had some like sexual harassment allegations going on. So they didn't know if they knew at this time or they knew after filming and they were just like, we need to edit it out. Like this is how it happened or so I'm not really sure what's true. Um, but like during the date, like they seemed even meeting for dinner, like they seemed like they were like she was dancing and they were like dancing towards each other and they were seemed like they were going to have a good dinner. And then he finally was like, I think I'm falling in love with you. And then she just had a stone response. Arrow to the heart. So and he was not happy about it. Like he no. was not expecting it, which I don't think anyone was expecting it. Huh? And he, he it's said easy. It like he's just he's honestly been a fan favorite for the whole time since the first episode yeah and he said it he said great to goodbye in uh, in like a second and that's exactly what happened and so many times we th- see these dates and it's like you could see like they should not be hanging out together this should not be a thing but like yeah i didn't find the date that interesting but they were fine together yeah um, de- i mean from i think it's definitely more of like a friendship thing, but I, there was still a connection. Like there was still some sort of vibe happening. So I wonder what, what is true about the whole timeline of things because it did, it did just end. Like it just, she was just like, I don't feel the same way you're going home. And then they like hugged and then he went in the, like they didn't even do an interview Oh yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I guess there's no limo. Like, where are you going? You're in the, you're well, in the resort. The thing, should should they really be finding out about this like eight weeks in? Where again, the audience, you're sort of crowdsourcing your background checks. Like, what kind of background checks are they doing on these people? Well, I don't know if I think it might have been like a one someone came forward type deal. But eight weeks. I don't really know. There's not like an actual like good source about 
well, not a good source, but yeah. there's like a reputable source. Yeah, because that's the thing. Whole is, allegation drama. And anytime we'd come on here and say something positive about Easy, um, I would get not a lot, but a message or two, just saying, "Hey, yeah. just so you know, he's a this or a that," and he very well could be. And if he is, listen, I'd certainly. You know, early on, I thought he'd be with this franchise for a while in Paradise. If any of that's true, uh, he's done. And I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I need to hope for it. But because it, it, my certainly opinion doesn't matter. But we'll never see him again. But I hope we never see him again. If any of those are true, right? But it's just it's so hard, just because there's so much out there. And uh, again, as bad as they've been with vetting people before, like. How can Garrett even get on the show? Like, how yeah. can Jed even get on the show? Like, you have these certain things where people go all the way to the end where it's like, how did they get on the show, let alone last the entire time? But can I can I get an official word from someone in Bachelor Nation, please? Yeah. Like, because if it's true, send them, send them to anywhere they'll take them. Yeah. And I mean, I... I, I understand that she didn't because she said, I can't give you this rose because I'm not there and I don't know if I can get there. But like, this is your first one on one. Like, you haven't even, you just had a great, you just had a great time with him. Like, or maybe it was just, I, he came out too soon to say that he was falling in love with her and she didn't have that time to get those feelings yet. So, Maybe it was just that, but mm -hmm. it literally was just like, I'm sorry, easy. Is it okay if I walk you out? Like, that was <laughs> it. So. Uh, and it, so let's see, like, if he's on, you know, Men Tell All, then maybe they weren't able to find anything about it. Because if Isn't any of it. Is there going to be a Men Tell All? Don't you have like, to do one? You just do it on Zoom. But, like, on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, that's how they did the, the challenge reunion this, this past season. They did it all. True. And, and honestly, it's better because you have less talking over each other because you actually have, and it, you know, obviously it, it, you know, brings up the presidential debate, but it had, it has mute buttons. You can, you can actually control like, okay, you talk. Now That's you true. talk. See, I now was thinking it was going to be the opposite and I was thinking it was going to be worse with the talking over, but I guess if everyone can be controlled. <laughs> Listen, you're going to lose out on like the, Hey, do you really want to step outside? Like let's, let's throw down, you know, you know, who's, who has the biggest penis debate, but what you get are actual conversations about things. And you can, you know, so a lot of times, you know, Chris will drop the grenade and like, just let him go. But this yeah. time people actually have to answer the question because it won't yeah. have like their buddy jumping in. And then the person True. that had three lines jumping in, cause they want to, you know, they want to get on paradise. So I'm going to, if you, well, the men like tell all be with, would be with Tasia or Claire. <laughs> Forget Claire. Or both. I, yeah, well, hey, if Claire is single by then, which very well could be with the hint she's been dropping, maybe she goes and says, well, actually, my first, my second choice was uh, this one. And pull a, you Easy. Know, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, but this leads into, um, God, Claire. Um, JoJo showing up to the guys again, and they're talking about which – was a actually a staple of Claire where they're waiting around like I don't know what's happening. And listen, there will be a cocktail party, but first 
we're having a pseudo two-on-one. See, I thought we were going to get actually get a date. And I think we saw why it wasn't a two-on-one because this really was summed up in about 45 seconds. But let me ask you the question. And I think I know the answer. Um, but like, like any good lawyer, you know the answer of the questions you're asking. Um, was the gift that Bennett got Noah as condescending as Noah took it to be? Um, yes. That is the correct answer. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. You get a prize. I don't, what is Bennett doing? And, and I know we say that a lot, but usually again, when Noah's not involved, it's sort of a fun, ha ha, I'm the Harvard guy, but he could probably have just shown up. But not only that, but he was making Noah look better. This is what I'm saying. Like, like, and yeah, it was doing the opposite of what he he was intending to do because Noah has all of the cards the you know he has Bennett saying the zero percent chance that she picks you yeah that's all he can say and then he tells Bennett we'll say that to Tasha which he claims he will but then when Tasha sits down Noah can't articulate it yeah. so he could have totally gotten away with it but he just well, then they're both like I didn't know there was there was oh my god like there was a problem between us. Like I didn't it's, know until you pointed it out. <laughs> and this is why I think she has to send them both home because, and I, and yes. I think she will, because when she said like, I didn't expect to say goodbye like this, I think she sends them both home because they both just kept digging deeper. You have to at least have enough self-awareness that it's pretty clear that there's some awkwardness between you and that you guys have been sniping. So for you to just blatantly lie and say, oh, no, I never noticed anything between us. What are you talking about? Yeah. What? I think, I mean, she definitely should send both home. I don't think she's going to send both home. I don't know who she would send home. But I think I think after she finds out about, you know, what's in the box, like, I think, I think Bennett's going home. I, I hope Noah goes home too, but and I think Bennett's definitely going home. Most important question for the entire episode, maybe the entire season, maybe the entire series. <laughs> when she said, what's in the box? What is the percentage of people watching the episode that repeated exactly the way you said yeah. it? What's in the box? Yep. Like that should have been her tagline. Like Tasia, the new bachelorette, what's in the box? Oh Jesus. (laughs) The only person that would enjoy that tagline is is uh is Blake. But the the as soon as she said that, I just I lost it because all I can think about is what's in a box? You never (laughs) want to say what's in a box in any situation ever. It never ends well. And honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a head in the box because Bennett definitely could be a serial killer. Like 100% American psycho vibes from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Yikes. But as we as we wind down from this episode, um, I hope they send them both. I'm going to say she sends both home. You say. I no. hope. <laughs> I hope they send both home, but I don't think. I mean, again, who would be left? for the drama for the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, that's true. So I'm saying. Because either one of them will stir it up with somebody else. 
Yeah, I I hope it's both, but I think Bennett's gonna go home. Just because of the whole box situation. Yeah, if if there's one, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, when she finds finds that out, she's not gonna like that. Because she's already over this high school drama. Well, and especially where back to back, you realize you're questioning my integrity. I don't believe I am, and then what's in the box? I mean, yeah. at that point, I mean that would be a mistake of Clarion levels if she keeps Bennett around after that. Uh, yeah, and that's not necessarily pro. No, it's just I mean Bennett just keeps digging the hole. Yeah. Um, and then next week we we find out maybe Brendan doesn't want to get a proposal, which I don't think will turn Tasha off, honestly. Um, no. And Jared, Jared mentioned that when he was on with us, he said, listen, I, he didn't have any inside info. He just says, I don't think she leaves engaged. I think she leaves with someone. But yeah. I agree with that. I agree with you that. Know, I think she's not that. like just a, just a serious relationship or just a relationship. But I mean, at this point it's 2020, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> but we've said it for years. Why do you need to leave engaged? I understand the show. Yeah, it's the whole like show and finale portion. It's the ring. It's Neil Lane. Totally. <laughs> and you gotta, gotta pay Neil and I get it. But uh, listen, I'm, I'm cool with it. If you just, yeah. God forbid, want to continue dating. Oh my God. After six weeks. Crazy. <laughs> Shocking. Um, and then we find out that Zach at some point was cheating. So when I said earlier that his marriage didn't end because of cheating, maybe it did. And that leads us to what wasn't in this episode in Bachelor Nation. Katie? Um, well, we have, I don't know if you saw, Ari has tested positive for no. COVID. I did not yes. see that. Yep. He um, has COVID-19. <laughs> um, and then also going on with him is, um, do you remember Taylor Nolan? Obviously. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the original emotional intelligence. So That's it right. kind of ties everything together. She and Ari are in a debate online. So he posted a poll on election day, um, not stating his stance on anything, not political, just saying, make sure you go out and vote. Like basically we're united. Like who are you voting for? And you could choose who you're voting for, which is a terrible idea. Yeah. That's not how you get a positive discussion started. Anyway. So Taylor commented and was like, basically, how could you say we're united right now? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into it because I don't like politics. So, <laughs> so it just started off like that. And then I don't think there was any back and forth after that. Then a few weeks later, she posted like a paid partnership ad about, I don't know what the thing was, but it was to do, has, has to do with sex. And then he commented and was like, you're not classy, blah, 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 oh, all this God, stuff. And up. then, so now she's claiming that he is sex shaming her. And she's like, how can you say I'm not classy? Like, my job now is a sex therapist. So like, this is my job. And then it just is spiraling out of control and it's still kind of going on. I don't think there's anything more recent than that. Um, but they're going back and forth in this classy, unclassy war. Um, yeah. Which now he just has to deal with not 
deal with having COVID right now. Um, but, and then Ryan Sutter. This is the weirdest story. It's really weird. Um, he, like months ago, he said he has this illness, like it's a mysterious illness. Um, it's it's flu-like, so it all his symptoms definitely sound like all these COVID cases happening. Um, but he's not positive at all for COVID and they can't figure out really anything that's wrong with him. But then didn't um, she say she, she thought maybe it was cancer? They thought it was cancer. They thought it was like some kind of lymphoma, like, but everything kept coming back negative. Um, and he was trying, he was trying to become a firefighter again and started feeling like not feeling himself. So he went to get tested um, for all these things and everything's negative. So he just basically feels awful. Some days can't get out of bed and there's no reason for it. He's describing it as flu-like and basically how he's describing it sounds like COVID basically with all these things, but there's nothing. And he's discovering that there's so many people out there that are, have the same mysterious illness and there's no diagnosis really for it, which so is weird. really weird. Um, but I guess it's getting worse and some di- some days can't like even roll over in bed. Like it's oh, getting bro. pretty crazy. So hopefully we, hopefully we can find some sort of something that's going on. Cause he, he definitely, he said he, he thought it was COVID. Um, but he, he's taken tons of tests and they're all saying negative. So he's kind of just, I guess, just waiting it out for now. Yeah. I mean, when I saw her post and it was, again, I thought it was good news that like, Hey, we, we ruled out cancer, which it yeah. is, but it's also, we have no idea what's happening. Yeah. Like I, like I would feel like you'd much rather obviously know what it is. <laughs> obviously you don't, you wouldn't want it to be cancer, obviously. So hopefully they can find, figure that out soon. Um, and then the only other thing is, is um, Becca has been being asked if she would come back as a bachelorette again. Um, and she said she would never say no, but she thinks she's too old now because she just turned 30. Oh, so uh, over the hill. Hello. <laughs> She thinks she's too old because she likes to sleep and she likes her bed too much. So, um, but but she's not ruling it out. So there is possibility. I would watch another season. So would I. And it's interesting. And I thought so too. And and I understand, you know, no one, especially on the internet is there to agree with everything. But I saw a few people during the episode when she visited going off about how, oh, I never wanted to see Becca on my TV again. I'm like, other than picking a dude that she didn't, yeah, like didn't know, she didn't know. Are you getting her confused with someone else? (laughs) It was very bizarre. Um, So yeah, I'd be down with that. I mean, yeah, that was really good. Other than who she picked, but I don't blame that on her. This one of the few times you can, because she didn't have all the information. She does get to um, keep her engagement ring because it has been past the two-year mark. So um, she gets to keep it, but says she wants nothing to do with any of the diamonds. Like she doesn't want to repurpose the diamonds or anything. So 
it's it's worth just about a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, she which said. So probably like what she got to do the whole season. So probably I mean, set, which is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but what I'm saying is, if you can then now double what you made from the season, you double what you made from yeah. the season. Why not? Especially I mean, if you say, "Oh, it's Becca's ring from Bachelorette." <laughs> Come on, you probably go Neil, up. You could, you could get in this. You're selling it twice. I mean, that's oh. all I have. Well, we're almost there. Um, we're, we're getting down the nitty gritty. We will hopefully get an episode with a rose ceremony next week. I hate when we don't get a rose ceremony. It just I know. Leaves you feeling empty. I feel um, like you're just so invested in the whole episode, and then it's like to be continued, and you're like, oh. I watched yeah. it for nothing. <laughs> you know, what's in the box? <laughs> um, so we will be back next week with more Noah Bennett drama, hopefully not for much longer than five minutes of the episode. And uh, so we'll be back again next week. Thank you, Katie, as always. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.